How you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and we talk about the pursuit of happiness. And we show the world that us Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you're located, because this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Glad you joined us today. Please remember to hit the subscribe or the follow button on the platform you're listening on. All different platforms have different methods of how you can follow or subscribe to the show. Uh, again, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify. Uh, we're on Rumble. We're on YouTube. We're on pretty much every platform out there. I think the only one we're not on right now is Pandora. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. Um, there's just, it's a lot of, um, uh, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of red tape to get on Pandora. Nothing, nothing against Pandora. Pandora, uh, I used to use Pandora, um, but I'm more of a Spotify type of guy and we're on Anchor, so it makes it, you know, Spotify is our go-to Spotify for podcasts to, to get all this stuff out. But again, if you're listening on any of them platforms, please hit the subscribe button or the follow button, depending on the platform you're on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a sad day in America in June 8th of 2023. Because, ladies and gentlemen, why let's call it a sad day? Because we've had something done that has never happened in American history before. Now, look, there, there, is, there is steps to hold politicians accountable. I'm not against themselves. Like impeachment. If a president does something wrong in office, hey, let's go ahead and impeach the president or whoever it is that's in office that that we can make sure accountability is being held but unfortunately ladies and gentlemen right now the doj and the fbi and many other organizations are using their power to attack one political figure in america and that political figure is donald trump and, and what am i talking about is well donald trump this week on june 8th of 2023 Donald Trump was indicted again. Now, this is the first time ever that a president was indicted on a federal charge. Donald Trump holds the record or holds the title of being the first president ever to be indicted by a state prosecutor or a state, uh, a city DA. Well, a state DA, because if they're like, if they're like us here in Louisiana, they get elected. And Donald Trump now holds another title that he's the first president ever to be indicted on federal charges. What are these charges about? Well, this is on the lines of him and he's him having classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. We already know the story how Donald Trump says he did not have classified documents. He unclassified them and he had every right to take them. He has also said that um, that he has done nothing wrong and that this is a political attack. I believe him in some way, shape or form. Now, according to the indictment that, that came about was a couple of pages long. Um, I think it was 37 counts, federal counts, and they all basically said the same thing. But they, they, it was like seven major seven papers or it was something of that nature and there is even some saying that there was a video of donald trump saying hey look i shouldn't be showing you this this is top secret i, I don't know where they who filmed this stuff i don't know how they got these videos and that is not in the document apparently but donald trump has been in uh, indicted again this does not surprise me ladies and gentlemen this does not surprise me whatsoever that donald trump was indicted again because, ladies and gentlemen, ever since Donald Trump has come down from the escalator, he has been attacked by the media. He has been attacked by the establishment. He has been attacked by Republicans, Democrats, all of them. Because of his stance. And it has gotten worse ever since he got out of the White House. Now, a lot of people might say, well, uh, hold on. The reason they're attacking him or, put, or they're going after him is because he did do crimes. But at the same time, he has spread lies. You know, the big lie about January 6th and the big lie about the election. He has been spreading this stuff. Um, ladies and gentlemen, haven't you ever known a politician to lie? Look, even the purest of politicians stretch the truth to try to get their point across. Now, some people say, well, that's different from blatantly lying. All right, I get your point, but a lie is a lie. And ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump 
has done more for this country than any other politician combined. When he was in office, our economy was high. Now, you don't believe the president that we currently have that keeps tweeting out a picture of job growth and say, oh, my goodness, look how much we did. I've got Trump lost 110 million jobs. I've brought back 500 some million or whatever the number is on Twitter that he keeps putting out there. And I, I just I, it's funny how he leaves one thing out of there. COVID-19. He leaves out that span of when the government told people, you have to shut your doors. You have to let go of your people. Don't worry about your people. The government's going to pay for their salary. And we're just going to shut down the whole economy. Unless you're construction workers or doctors or something. Something necessary. We are not going to shut down. But everything else and all these companies had to shut down. And they had to let go of their people. That's why Donald Trump's economy went bad. Because prior to 2020... Before coronavirus, our economy was strong. Our military was strong. We had we had job growth. We had the most the salaries were going up. Inflation was going down. See, people don't remember that, and that messes up. I don't know why the Democrats want to ruin this country like that, but that messed up the Democrats' plans. And apparently, some on the right as well that are rhinos that agree with the left, but they can't get elected otherwise. They're a Republican. Um, look at Bill Cassidy. If Bill Cassidy was run as a Democrat the first time, he wouldn't, we would never even hear of Bill Cassidy in Washington. But because he ran as a Republican, and also in 2020, when he ran as a Trump ally, got the vote. See, if he would have said, I'm a never-Trumper, why he was running in 2020, Bill Cassidy would not be our senator here in Louisiana. But he used Donald Trump to get elected. And I hate to say it, he... he he backstabbed Trump, and he's one of them that's called for the impeachment. He even said the impeachment of Donald Trump the second time was not constitutional, but I'm going to vote for it anyway. But Trump getting indicted does not surprise me. Why? Because the left is after him. The left knows Donald Trump. Now, I don't know if they don't like his policies or whatnot, but the left does not like Donald Trump, and they know they cannot beat Donald Trump on policy alone. I, right now, I don't think any Republican lose to a Democrat on policy. Republicans have a way better plan to make this country more stable, more energy independent. All the, all the, all the things the Republicans can check off that they can beat these people. And, and look, even Republicans, Ron DeSantis, I like Ron DeSantis. I'm a Ron DeSantis supporter. But Ron DeSantis is even having trouble with Donald Trump right now. And he's trying to run a clean race to the best of his ability. He does throw jabs at Donald Trump, which I, I disagree with. But ladies and gentlemen, the left cannot go ahead and beat Donald Trump on policy alone. So they have to personally attack him. The personal attacks don't work. We already seen that in 2015 when he ran and beat everybody on the ticket. So what, what's the next thing to do? Well, let's let's throw false claims at him. And ladies and gentlemen, this is one of two. There will be. Look, I, uh, the, I think there's one more. Uh, Indictment that's probably going to come down to Donald Trump. Donald Trump's going to run with three indictments on his back. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the left is looking at everything. Why do I say this? Well, a couple of things. One, Mike Pence was um, was exonerated from having classified documents in his possession. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, it was reported he would not face any criminal charges. And they just told him, oh, Mike Pence, we're sorry, but you made a mistake. Joe Biden, Joe Biden under the, under a special counsel, having way more documents, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, than President Donald Trump. And look, even had them because remember one of the uh, one of the the crimes that Donald Trump uh, did was having top secret classified documents in a bathroom. I seen the pictures; they showed Donald Trump's a bathroom at Mar-a-Lago where there was tons of documents. And how he, I can't believe he stored these things in a bathroom. Oh, I can't believe he stored these things on the stage in Mar-a-Lago. Well, what about Biden? Oh, Biden's our golden boy. He didn't do nothing wrong with the classified documents. He had them in a garage. A garage. What's worse? A bathroom with a lock and key under 24-hour security by the Secret Service? Or a president or that was a vice president that took classified documents when he wasn't supposed to take documents either, however, and had them stored in a garage and in an office, in a closet, 
Uh, is Biden better? But the way it's looking, um, Biden isn't going to a little slap on the wrist. Why do I say that? According to the Daily Wire, Biden hasn't been interviewed yet in classified document probe. Sources say this is according to the Daily Wire. President Biden has not even been interviewed yet for his alleged taking of classified documents. So why? And a lot of people say, well, why are you say this is a political, a political uh, attack on Donald Trump? Because you had two other of Donald Trump's opponents get slapped on the wrist and they're looking under every rock for Donald Trump. Why? Because they cannot beat Donald Trump on policy. So they're trying to make him look bad in front of the American people. And ladies and gentlemen, th this is why I, I'm, I'm not upset. I, this don't surprise me. But the political left is doing this to stop Donald Trump. This is one of, the, this is one of their main reasons for doing this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the flip side of this. Why was this document all of a sudden released on Thursday? Because it came out of nowhere. You didn't hear the special counsel say, look, we're, we're, our, our, our investigation is wrapping up. You didn't hear him say, look, we're, we're, we're looking into other areas. Because um, to be honest with you, this was the fastest. I mean, really, the fastest special counsel I've ever seen. Either there was tons of evidence that proved their case and they didn't have to look further. Or they, they were saving it for something else. Why do I say, I, now, now I believe the latter. Why? Because it's kind of funny when this re report released, when another document was released on Thursday, June 8th of 2023. That's where we found out that it was allegedly, allegedly that Biden was paid off by Brisma a natural gas and oil company in Ukraine, $5 million. And it was dispersed through the family of Joe Biden. Um, what was the biggest story of the day? It wasn't that it was Donald Trump being indicted. This is why I say that I believe a lot of this is political. This is politically motivated. And in the story around this document, the FBI has been fighting for God knows how long to keep this under wraps. And when the day that they finally had to give it to Congress, all of a sudden Trump gets indicted and it covers all the news stories. Now going into this, it was the, the, the company that Hunter Biden worked for that had no credentials to be on the board. This was also the same company. I believe that or uh, Ukraine, it was, it was the same company that was involved in the investigation of the, the, the prosecutor that, that Joe Biden in 2018 said, I told them to fire him or they wouldn't get no money. Well, son of a B, he, he got fired. Don't you remember this? And it's kind of funny that this document comes out that could ruin Biden's reputation, which it ain't hard to do. Um, it could ruin his race for president of the United States, this, this document comes out and it's like, oh my goodness, this is a bombshell. This proves everything that the Republicans has been accusing President Biden about. And then guess what happened? Breaking news, Donald Trump is indicted. So were they holding this? Or did they call the special counsel and say, hey, look, you're gonna have to wrap up that investigation and get it to, the, to CNN and MSNBC and all the people that like us so we can hide this story that Biden possibly took money from a foreign government to influence his decision on certain policies. Well, hold on, Isaac, that's far stretch. Really? Nothing happens by coincidence in Washington. Nothing whatsoever. But ladies and gentlemen, it's, is it a coincidence? I, I don't think so. Now the question was asked Biden about this alleged money that he has got. And of course, Biden laughed it off and made a joke about it saying it's full of malarkey. Cause he asked, huh, where's the money? Where's the money? Come on. And ladies and gentlemen, it has been said in that document that is passed through multiple shell corporations. So we won't know the facts until probably after president Biden is out of office. But ladies and gentlemen, this document right here, the one that Congress seen could, 
be damning to President Joe Biden's campaign. But like I said, it was it was covered because Donald Trump got indicted. And ladies and gentlemen, the, the special counsel, Jack Smith, never talks. He came out and said a special, um, gave a special um, news conference. Well, it wasn't really a news conference. He did just like Biden, talked for two and a half minutes and walked off the stage without any questions. But he did vow that Trump would get a speedy trial. Hey, remember, it's not, it's not guilty. It's not innocent until proven guilty, according to the left. It's guilty until proven innocent. Now, Trump's going to go ahead, I think it's June 13th, when he's going to go ahead and um, be presented in front of the Miami federal courts. And he's going to plead not guilty. Donald Trump has already said that he will not, he will not, he will stay in the race even if he's convicted. The reason he believes that is, is because I, Trump, Trump might think he might get convicted because of all the stuff that they have. They might've made up something. I don't know. But that's where a court in Florida is going to, and the people uh, in the jury is going to have to make that decision. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, it's a sad week. You have a president that's been indicted or former president that's been indicted because of classified documents. And you have a president that's accused of taking $5 million from another country to influence his policies. And he was vice president at the time. We got we got to give him that. But to be to influence certain policies in the administration that he served. Ladies and gentlemen, when the corruption is going to end? When is going to end? I just I, I really want to know. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back in a few moments. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. Bought us with your blood, cleansed and made us whole. Not one hope, not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Uh, so Biden goes ahead and appoints a conductor to address book bans ahead of Pride Month event. Uh, that is that happened at the top of this recording where I think they had a big White House Pride Month celebration. I believe it's the first of his kind. Uh, I do want to ask Mr. President Joe Biden, uh, when we're going to have a Christian day at the White House. You know, invite all the evangelicals to go and do whatever they do with the, the, the West Wing. Uh, let's get some uh, some of the top Christian. Well, I can't say that. Some of them, they're not too, too Christians. But anyway, let's get the top Christian evangelicals to the White House and celebrate Christianity. Well, the left would say, oh, well, come on, Isaac, you'll, you'll have that. You'll have that 365 days a year. <laughs> Um, it's kind of fun. And I brought this out on my last episode, Pride Gold Before Fall. Go check it out on Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, and many other platforms. Um, it's, it's kind of funny how we have this whole month um, designated to a certain group of people, and they're, they named their holiday after a sin. And we have a nation right now that is embracing that. And all I can say is God help us as a nation. And look, by far, this president, and look, Donald Trump, that, that's one thing, one of the few things I disagree with Donald Trump. Donald Trump did embrace Pride Month. But he didn't go ahead and do what President Joe Biden's doing. If you notice, this president, to try to be liked by anybody, um, goes with the flow with anything. And look, that is somebody, when, when you have somebody that does that, they, they, they wish you all shit. And I, the reason I learned this is, is because... When, when he got, remember when he was running, I'm a moderate, I'm a moderate. When he got there, he, because he didn't want to lose the, the progressive lefts, 
votes, he went ahead and sided with everything with the Green New Deal. And then he, then he, like, I'm using oil, for example. I'm against fracking. I think we should get rid of fracking. Oh, we're moving to electric vehicles. We're going to pass the Green New Deal. When somebody asks him, hey, what about oil? No, we're going to need oil. We need to start drilling. We need to help America. Now, his actions speak louder than words because a while back he did block off federal lands and stop permits again for drilling in America. And then all of a sudden, the, the, in Saudi Arabia, they're like, oh, well, we can go ahead and uh, cut certain productions off. And now it's raising the gas prices higher. All Biden has to do is say, hey, we're going to start drilling. And the, Saudi, the Saudis are going to say, yeah, you know what? We're not going to do what we want to do. The president don't influence gas prices. Well, he, he kinda, he's kind of disproving your point right there. But going back to that, Biden uh, appoints this conductor to address book bans ahead of Pride Month. This is according to CNN Politics. Biden announced the actions during a news conference with Prime Minister uh, Rashan Shanik. Uh, he was originally set to host what White House uh, 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 domestic policy advisor Nora Tinden called the largest prize celebration in White House history, the celebration on the South Lawn. I said West Lawn, but... Um, which was set for Thursday, but was postponed until Saturday. Oh, I thought it was today. My apologies. Uh, due to the air quality issue caused by wildfires in Canada, will demonstrate that LGBT people belong in, pe in the people's house, she said. Um, LGBTQ Americans, especially children. Wait a minute. Stop. I thought they weren't. Hold on. Hold on. What? They weren't targeting children. This person says, especially children. Your love, your herd, and this administration has your back. I mean it. Biden said we are not retaliating one single second to make. We are not relenting one single second to make sure that they are protected. Um, the Pride Month event and new executive actions are the latest effort by the administration to protect the LGBTQ community as largely conservative states leaders have attempted to pass laws targeting their rights. The American Civil Liberty Union is tracking 491 anti-LGBT laws, including uh, introduced across the U.S. since the beginning of the 2023 legislative session. Um, first off, I got a question. Does any LGBTQ person lost their rights? I, and look, I have, I have friends that are liberal. And they say, oh, yeah, you're stopping them from having transgender surgeries. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. If you want to go ahead and get your junk cut off, or if you're a woman and get your breasts cut off, I can't stop you if you're over the age of 18. That, that is the key word right there. I am not stopping you. If you want to go to a surgeon and get your body parts chopped up, and put into different places, you have every right. You have every right if you're over 18. Do I agree with your decision? No. But I can't stop you. Oh, but your legislators there, you're doing that. Y'all, you're banning people from getting transgender surgeries. No. We are stopping children. See? See, you're stopping. No. We're stopping underage surgeries. Like in the state of Louisiana, remember the bill that that uh, that Fred Mills passed uh, was was trying to stop, and then I still going to the governor's desk. I doubt he signs it. He didn't want it signed. It's going to go into a veto session, and he's they're going to go ahead and probably veto it, and they're going to override the governor, hopefully. Because unfortunately, Louisiana politics we ha we had a bill that only thirty six uh, thirty six House representatives need to stop the the to stop the spending cap, and uh, the last of my knowledge. Uh, one of the 36 said, no, I'm not going to do it. Now it's going to go into where we're spending more money in Louisiana. But that bill that says, hey, if you're if you're underage, you, a doctor cannot go ahead and do the surgery on you. Oh, see, you're stopping LGBT people. No, we're stopping kids that are immature and don't understand what they're doing from having them surgeries. Uh, it's the same thing with this book. The, the, the way the article read from CNN politics uh, to stop to address the the book bans that are happening in this country. And, you know, you know mental cell, I'm, I'm going to have to talk to Michael, Michael Lunsford from Citizens of a New Louisiana and ask him to come on and explain to us what these book bans really are, because they're not banning these books. They want to stop these books from being in children's sections of the library.
That's the whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. Because come on, look, I, 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 Molly, a bad example, but I think it's a good example to use. It's good and bad at the same time. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but anyway, um, uh, go ahead and, and give a kid Playboy. That's just right off the top of the head. A cop will probably come arrest you for giving a child sexual material to read. But that same child can go into a library and pick up a book by somebody in the LGBTQ community that shows pictures of sexual acts and it's fine because they're in a library. That is not child appropriate material for them to read. That's what we want to ban. We want to ban children from reading sexual material that they're too young to read. Oh, no, you're trying to stop books. No, I'm not. I'm trying. Put the book. Hey, look, let's say it like this. Put the book in the library. Put it under the adult section. But don't put that. Well, it's a children's book. Not if it's showing pictures of two people doing intimate acts on a and showing them and, and detailing it. Now, we already know why they're doing this with children. Because they're trying to influence them. And they're trying to make this normal for the next generation. If they see this, they, oh, that, that's not, that's been happening since I was a child. I even read about it. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what we're doing. And I'm going to tell you that I got a story that I want to go ahead and talk to you about. A Connecticut father uh, infuriated with school official over pride video. Straw that broke the camel's back. This was a Connecticut father. Excuse me. Uh, Connecticut parents are outraged after school officials reportedly showed elementary age students a pride video without obtaining their consent beforehand. Father of four, Kyle Reese, pulled his ch uh, kids out of the Garby School District after the incident, citing his concerns surrounding far-left indoctrination in the classroom through LGBTQ plus videos. Um, so what happened was his children were shown this video and I watched the video and it says, um, like kids are saying, I'd rather be both. I re I'm trans. I'm just in pushing that in front of this is stuff that we want to stop. See, president Biden wants to go ahead and say, oh no, we want, we want to stop book banning. We want to stop them from taking your rights. No, we're trying to protect children. Now this father, nine out of 10 was probably called a terrorist. A domestic terrorist, an uh, indoctrinator, or somebody. Is, no, this parent did right. And this is why I tell my listeners, you, the audience, that if you can, put your children in public, uh, in, in private school. Put your children, homeschool your children. Get them out of that filth called the public school system. Because there's teachers out there that, in rather to teach your children writing, reading, and uh, in math, they rather indoctrinate your kids to say that they're not the gender that God assigned them to. Now, this father, I commend this father for doing this. He showed the school district, I'm the daddy. I want my kid, I don't want my kids watching that filth. But ladies and gentlemen, the president is it's assigning somebody to watch these book bands. Because these book bans, those evil, wicked, conservative state legislators want to stop books from going into libraries and stop the LGBT kids from reading them. Don't put them in the kids section. That's all we want. Um, and look, let's even go with this. If that's the case, I'm going to go back to the Playboy. If that's the case, let, let's, let's libraries start showing Playboys. In oh, no, the sexual immoral. That's, that's sexual materials that kids shouldn't see. But you put, I'm a LGBTQ author on it. Oh, it's fine. It's for children. And also with the point, if that's the case, if you're against banning books, why do we have people going against uh, Kirk Cameron right now in his latest children's book? Or Missy Robinson? Or Riley Gaines? Christian artists that want to put these books in the libraries, but we can't do that. Separation of church and state. Don't you, don't you notice that the liberals always have an answer? We don't, we want to, we want to stop book burnings. Are we going to put Kirk Cameron's uh, book in the library? Nope. Separation of church and state. You can't have it. Why? Oh, because that's a separation of church and state. That's a Christian talking about Christ. See how it is, ladies and gentlemen? See the hypocrisy in this? And of course, I know the left. The left's going to say, well, Isaac... 
you're speaking on both ends of your mouth. You want a Christian book in there, but you don't want an LGBTQ book. Well, I don't want an LGBTQ book that talks about sexuality to my young child. I definitely don't want that in the, the, the children's section. See, that's the difference between Kirk Cameron's book and the LGBTQ plus book. Majority, a lot of books show sexual perversion, while Kirk Cameron talks about, I think, is a tree growing up in the ground. Come on, man. And, and Biden, 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 I'm going to say, like, Biden is spitting in the face of every parent, including this one from Connecticut. Telling his, telling his people of America, I know it's better than you, so stop. As some teachers have already said, those children are our children. No, they're not. And look, like I said, I thank God that I have the means to put my kids in a private school, a good Christian private school, mind you. All right. So <laughs> I seen this and I said, yeah, I got to talk about that. Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, I, when I, when I, th when I think it couldn't get any worse, it did. So ladies and gentlemen, as we know this pride month and, and they're, they're trying to promote the LGBTQ lifestyle. And, and look, look, I'm, I'm going to say this before I read the story, because I said this a while back, women in certain sports and in certain areas of our entertainment have fought tooth and nail to get where they're at. And ladies and gentlemen, beauty pageants have been here for God knows how long. And a while back, it was that a lot of people advocated for not having beauty pageants because they thought it was uh, disrespectful to women. They're showing off their bodies and they have to eat certain, all that stuff. But now apparently it's all right to have beauty pageants, uh, especially when you have a man that is competing. If you were drinking and you choked, you heard me right. It, uh, there is in California, Beauty pageants is okay as long as you let a biological man participate. And look, ladies, it goes to the same point. Beauty pageants, you know how much women have to work to keep up appearances to be in a beauty pageant? Tons of it. Now, a lot now this comes with, oh, you're fat shaming, you're this and this. It comes with all kinds of stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, a man? Town Hall Media. Move over, ladies. Miss California could be a man this year. Uh, if you haven't heard, men can do anything women can do. That includes competing against females on their sport teams, giving birth, wearing dresses, and sport and sports draws. And now they can be deemed beauty queens. <laughs> Moreau Lance, a man who identifies as a woman who competed, who will compete in the 2023 California pageant. <laughs> <laughs> going up against biological women who have spent years training and participating in their badges to qualify for the big league. He must have not. <laughs> he must have not. He must have been so ugly he couldn't become Mister California. <laughs> hey, mommy, I see all them women, but one got a beard. <laughs> In March, the beauty queen won the Miss San Francisco pa pageant. The first transgender man to be crowned in the competition. 99 plus, uh, years. It is 99 plus years. <laughs> Ooh. Mommy, now it looks different. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, it ain't, it ain't anything sacred no more. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can see, I can see, I can see people watching. I can see people watching this pageant. Oh, that looks, oh, that, that woman looks cute. That's a dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, it, 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 where, where this is going to end? I, I'm, I'm serious. When is it, when is this going to end? It, look, it, <laughs> they're running around saying men can have menstrual cycles. They're saying, they're saying, that they, 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 they're they showing men in very disturbing images of them wearing thongs. All on, all on one thing. I'm a woman. That's what they say. But when you ask them to define a woman, they can't define what a woman is. All they're saying, look, 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 I, I don't know what this dude, I don't know what this dude was doing. I don't know what this, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, you have, okay. A lot of these, a lot of these models that participate in these competitions 
they, they they've been doing this since they were young this is their livelihood this biological man took a woman's spot a biological woman's spot to uh, whatever that i don't know who he what spot he took but i'm just saying that that, that one woman that that could have one biological woman could have took that spot he just ruined for years what would you trying to say he didn't work to do he only had one competition and he won I, pr I promise you the only reason the judges probably gave him that was because he was in san francisco that's the, the first thing and secondly because he said i'm transgender and they felt compelled to give him that position it, it's the same thing if we hear that this man that he wins miss california the judges are if we if we say we don't if we say we don't give it to him they're gonna call us racist homophobic bigots because the first words out of his mouth if he lose the only reason that i lost this was because i'm transgender they're gonna play the victim and ladies and gentlemen i just look look i never watch these things to begin with i don't i don't want to watch them i don't have time to watch them but ladies and gentlemen <laughs> okay I, i'm trying to say this the right way whatever what where's all the women's rights people but I learned something. Now, if you're part of the women's right, you're part of the conservative movement, like Riley Gaines and others, and you're you're told you're you're homophobic. Where where are all the liberals back in the, the 80s and the 90s that were pushing for women's rights? Why why don't they have a women's rights march about this? Because, ladies and gentlemen, that was the narrative back then. The narrative now is transgender people, and this is disturbing. I just I, I cannot imagine a parent or one of these women one of these women saying you know how why i lost because i lost to a biological man that said he was a woman now i don't know if this man had a transgender surgery or whatever it it don't matter you're still a biological man but it, it, it just it this disturbs me that we have people like this taking advantage of women's sports and like I said, look, I don't know. I, I seen a picture of this individual the other day and I'm like, huh, it's just disturbing that we came to, we came to a nation that uh, when, if a man says, I feel like I'm a woman, you have to give him the same privileges as women. It is horrible. It is disgusting. And I, I, I laws that should be passed this, this, get this out the way. I just, but but then it go into what our conversation. Oh, you get you try to you try to stop trans people's rights. Um, no, I'm not. I'm just not like I, a, I, a woman should win this competition. Uh, but I, I don't know. <laughs> you got to take a lot of makeup to make that that person look um look good. All right. With that being said, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back in a few moments. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all one word. The Scott Ford Show, all one word, and it's on Rumble. I'd be very happy if you went ahead and subscribed, like Isaac. I'm a true American-loving patriot. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. Enjoy your life. Welcome back to the third segment. I'm still thinking. Uh, I, I, I'm just thinking about uh, uh, how many of y'all remember that that uh, that show F Troop. I think it was done like in the '60s, early '70s, possibly. And uh, one episode when Corporal Agar, uh, well, they had they had two. Uh, I'm gonna try to be politically correct. Uh, Native Americans, uh, where they kidnapped the captain, and they had the the lady come out there. The, the I think her name was Jane or something like that. And she's like, "Woohoo, boys!" And them them guys were like, "Nah, we're gonna keep the we're gonna keep the captain." <laughs> and and she, the, the woman comes back and says, uh, "Sergeant, they didn't want me." I uh, he said, "Jane, they're not your type." He told the corporal, "He said, Corporal Agard, go put on the dress." <laughs> and uh, Corporal Agard comes out in the dress, and they're all making fun of him. They're all whistling at him and stuff. And the sergeant actually goes, Cape, uh, Corporal, uh, how the dress fit, fits?" He said, "I don't know, Sergeant. There's some places too tight, another too loose." <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm just thinking that, that man going to the pageant, he putting on his dress, and they're like, how the dress feels? I don't know, uh, coordinator. Uh, some places are too tight and others too loose. Unless, unless he got the, unless, unless he got the pill to make his boobs bigger. <laughs> how far has our country come? Oh, you would have told me this just. 15 years ago when I was a young kid, I'm like, you're so, you know, you, you're crazy. Uh, but, but look, 15 years. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Coordinator. Some places are too tight <laughs> are too loose. I'm sorry. If you don't think that's funny, I think that's funny. I'm sorry. Uh, where have we come as a nation? Where has we come? Where have we come as a nation? Uh, it reminds me of my last TikTok video. I, I put it on a uh, YouTube and Facebook and all that stuff. And I had somebody tell me when I, when I said that America was physically in trouble because we're spiritually in trouble. And the first words out of, and I, this is, there's not one liberal, multiple liberals have told me that through that video, huh? You're trying to say America was good. What about when we were, when we were leading, uh, when we had slaves and when we were, when the women didn't get what they, they, when the women couldn't vote and this and this, uh, you know, back in the day, liberals were worried about if women could vote. Now they're worried about who's a woman. <laughs> oh, what do you identify as he, him, she, her, or them day? But anyway, going back to that, they, they, oh, what about, look, that was evil men that did slavery. That was evil men that did all the bad things we had in America. And, you know, a lot of things that stopped the evilness that was happening, it was a move of God. But ladies and gentlemen, I just... Where have our country gone? We've gone, we've gone to women's rights to what is a woman. That basically, we have people on the left that fought for for women to have a fair, equal shot as men. Now we have men saying, "I'm a woman," and just going to their competitions. It is, it is you know, I like who. Just thinking about that 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 biological man wearing a bikini. Oh Lord. Maybe, maybe, as my good friend, as my good friend, uh, Hoss says, um, on cooking with Cajun on TikTok, uh, throw that stuff in the long grass. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Anyway, moving on, uh, we got to where men are competing. Uh, we have, we, we have men competing in women pageants to a man arrested while quoting Bible verses in protest of pride event. Then video evidence, uh, sinks case. Uh, this happened. Um, yesterday on a Saturday, charges were dropped against a self-professing Christian street preacher who was arrested while quoting the Bible in protest of an LGBTQ pride event in, in, uh, event in reading Pennsylvania authorities say Damon Atkins was arrested June 6th. So the, the story came out uh, Saturday, but June 6th for disorderly conduct, engaging in fighting, but charges were dropped at the, of uh, uh, officer review official review of video evidence the bricks county district attorney officer said in a press release uh so this man outside quoting the bible cops were called said that he was um he was uh fighting engaging in fighting and disorderly conduct the cops arrest him brought him to jail and video showed that he didn't do none of that now i never watched the video um, and I don't, you know, what I, what I've seen of this, this case, um, he was just quoting Bible verses. He was practicing his first amendment, right? And it's kind of funny. Okay. On, on this story, it's kind of funny that a man outside reading the Bible, just quoting the Bible. Now he was protesting this LGBTQ pride parade. I have friends that do this all the time. Um, uh, he, he's protesting this, just reading the Bible, uh, exercising, exercising his First Amendment right. And the LGBTQ people say, oh, no, no, we got to get him out of here. We got to shut him up. But when you have the going back to book burning, oh, not book burning, book bannings and other things. Oh, you're taking our First Amendment right away. So isn't the preacher's first amendment right just as secure as your first amendment right and look, i get people on the left that tell me this you trying to shut up all the lgbtq people no i'm not 
The First Amendment is there for people that you disagree with, that they have a voice. That's basically that's what the First Amendment is there for. It is freedom of religion, freedom of the press, and freedom of speech. I might not agree with something, but if you're talking on the streets in a street corner and you're not on my property, you have every right to talk. I won't stop you from talking. See, that's what the left does. See, the left tells us, y'all trying to take away our First Amendment right, but when there's a pastor preaching or just reading the Bible, he wasn't even preaching, just reading the Bible, gets arrested because somebody in the LGBTQ community of that pro that event felt got triggered and felt offended at what he was saying. So they called the cops and apparently made false claims on him. Um, the officer tells the street preacher, this is part of the article and just glance. He said he should respect attendees. Atkins held up a sign said, Jesus said, go and sin no more. Oh, I'm respectful. Atkins replied while pointing to his sign after Atkins is told to respect the attendees. Again, he asked the officer, you know who's cheering for us. The people that are in hell, Atkins said, uh, according to the video. So you do you and I'm going to do me. Uh, McClare briefly walked away. The video shows, but he looks down, looks back at Atkins, who then begins to quote a Bible verse. That's it. You're done. The officer said and walked over to handcuff him. Atkins is seen holding, uh, handing over his sign to his fellow protesters and is told he cannot give his, uh, give his bag to another man. The video shows the attendees of the pride event applaud, uh, appear to applaud their arrest. I cannot believe I'm watching this war said on the camera. So yeah, so, so yay, he's arrested. Yay. Um, they're taking away his first amendment rights. Now, the difference with the story is, too, because this is the hypocrisy. If this was a Christian cop arresting an LGBTQ person for protesting in, in front of a Kirk Cameron event, there will be lawsuits all over. Now, now this, this guy, I don't know this preacher, uh, Mr. Atkins. Um, I would hope, I would hope he would file a civil lawsuit against the police officer and the department. Oh, Isaac, why are you, why are you saying that? Because they took away his First Amendment right. They violated his Fourth Amendment right, and because they didn't let him give his bag to somebody else, um, and it's just, it's wrong. It's wrong. I just and like I said, if you're part of the LGBTQ community and listening to this, um, you should remember that our rights we can speak outside just like you can. But the left don't want that. The left wants to be heard, but they don't want they they want to be heard, but they don't want you to be heard. And it's sad. The Constitution's for everybody. I will say that all day long. All right, let's move on uh, to some good news. I say good news. <laughs> a while back, I went ahead and uh, I said I was watching the Cajuns, the Lady Cajun softball team uh, play uh, play softball, and I was hoping they win. Unfortunately, they didn't make it. They they made it to the Super Regionals, and unfortunately, the Washington Huskies beat them out. But this past week. Um, the college, the, the women's college world series went ahead and they, they concluded and it came to the conclusion of Oklahoma softball team winning their third world series title in three years. They did a three-peat and ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I was hoping, um, that Oklahoma would win. The reason being, I listened to, uh, hang time. I, I can't think of the guy's name, but that is his YouTube channel, Hang Time. He was a, a punter for the Oklahoma Sooners. He is uh, he is currently, at the time of this recording, punting for the Dolphins. He is hoping for a job over there. And a great Christian guy. Man, I love his YouTube channel. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call him by his YouTube hand, uh, his handle, uh, Hang Time. Hang Time, we love you here at the Cajun Conservative Show, man. We pray that the Lord blesses you and help you out in that event or on your team that you're on. Um, but his, his uh, fiance, Grace Lyons, plays for Oklahoma. Now, when I heard that, I was like, well, I'm going to cheer for Oklahoma because uh, uh, Grace Lyles, Lyons is a uh, Bible-believing Christian. And look, like I said, they won. They won. And you, you wonder why they have so much success in Oklahoma. Because apparently, Oklahoma's really not worried about winning. 
You might be saying, wait, hold on, Isaac. How, how, hold on. They won three championships in, in, three, in three years. And they're not worried about winning. Why do you say this? Why, why do you come out and say, and apparently, and it might not be this Grace Lions, but others that influenced that team. But they had three of their captains, I guess their seniors or their captains, up on a um, up on a stage, and they were talking. Uh, they were they were doing a press conference, and the University of Oklahoma softball team surprised ESPN's thir- uh, ESPN Thursday by proclaiming that their Christian faith is their motivation and the source for their joy. This comes from the Daily Wire. Um, the question was asked. You talked about keeping the joy of the game. But I'm curious, it's a long season, right? And you guys have had the target on your back the entire time. ESPN reporter asked several women on the team at the press conference Thursday. How do you handle the unique pressure that comes with that? How do you keep the joy for so long when anxiety seems like a thing that could very easily set in? And look, I I play slow pitch softball. I, I guess you can call me an athlete. And even as a Christian, at some time I wonder because the, the pressure gets to you. I've been in some games where we we get we got cocky or we got the competitive spirit came up and we just we lost our cool. I lost my cool a couple of times. I even had to ask the Lord to forgive me on this. And I, I can understand the pressure, not at the scale of that. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm like the, the men's college world series is happening right now. I can't understand the pressure of that. I can't understand the pressure of a world championship. Now I got some friends that in slow pitch softball, there is a world championship uh, and they've, they've done that. And it, it's, it's rewarding if you win that, that game and artists, you, you have all this excitement again there. Now Oklahoma has done this three times. And I, I think the, I think the question was fair, but now this is where Grace Lyons comes and like I said this we know she's a Bible believing Christian she she's the fiance of the guy of the YouTube channel hang time and I like her response she says well the only way that you can have a have a joy that doesn't fade away is from the Lord Grace Lyons responded thankfully we had a lot of success this year but if it was the other way around Joy from the Lord is the only thing that can keep you embracing these moments, uh, memories, moments, friendships, Lion said. That's really the only answer to that because there's no other way that softball can bring you that because of how much failure comes in it and just how much of a roller coaster this game could be. One of the other players, Jaden Coleman, went ahead and said 1,000% agree with Grace Lyons. Coleman said that when the team wins the championship, won the championship her freshman year, she was so happy, but didn't feel joy. I didn't know what to do the next day. I didn't feel, I didn't, I didn't feel filled. And I had to find Christ in that Coleman said, Coleman said she thinks, she thinks that what makes her team so strong is that they are not afraid to lose. Yes. Uh, Obviously, we worked our butts off to be here and we want to win, but it's not the end of the world because our life is in Christ. And that's all the matter, Coleman said. Ashley Broto, another teammate of these two women, uh, said her and her teammates have focused on the gesture they can't, they, they're, uh, the, excuse me, they have focused on a gesture they call eyes up. We really look, we really like, Fixing our eyes on Christ, she said. You can't find fulfillment in an outcome, whether it is good or bad, Broto says. I think that's why we're so steady in what we do and our love for each other and our love for the game. Because we know that this game is giving us the opportunity to glorify God. Broto said, uh, Bro- I hope to saying it right, Brit- Brito? Brito said that once she turned to Jesus, her outlook on life, as well on softball change, and she understood how much I have to live for, and there's living a ex, uh, example, exemplifying the kingdom. I think that brings so much freedom, she says. Um, we have the eternity of joy with our Father, and I'm so excited about that, she said. Yes, I live in the moment, but I know this isn't my home. And no matter what, my sisters in Christ will be there with me in the end, 
when we're with our king. Woo! As I say, that gave me the frissons in Cajun French. Um, why do I end with this, this story? Because ladies and gentlemen, I, I've been asked this question, Isaac, how you hold it all together? How do you hold the life of ministry, marriage, being a dad, um, doing podcasting and uh, even talking about politics, how you hold it all together? Um, the same way these girls just said, and look, 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 don't get me wrong. I, I, I want success. I believe I, I believe I'm successful at this point. God has blessed me with a wife, three beautiful children, a ministry, a youth ministry, um, podcasting influence. God has given me all that. But at the end of the day, I think we need to remember something, especially as a believer. If you have the joy of the Lord, any ups and downs, any wins or trials or tribulation comes your way, you can get through it. And these girls, I know it's softball. I know it's softball. Now, after I watched this video, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going for Oklahoma. But it shows that now there's just three of these teammates. I don't know how many of these girls are saved in Oklahoma softball team. But majority of them do eyes up. Grace Lines and these other softball players have influenced that team. They only lost one game this year. Their, their streak is at 53 games, ladies and gentlemen. That's impressive. That is hard. But when you, it, it shows something right here as well. If you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and let him give you joy, whatever you are doing, you're going to give 110%, but you know at the end of the day, that's not the most important thing. Like this podcast. I love doing this podcast. I'm using myself as an example. I love doing this podcast. I, lo I love doing it. I do, I do three episodes a week with podcasts, and this is including Brothers Just Searching. But at the end of the day, this podcast don't really mean nothing. It only means something if at the end of the episode I tell you, hey, if you want to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, reach out to me. Or in Brothers Just Searching, when we say a prayer and somebody gives their life to the Lord, that's when it means something. Oh, Isaac, aren't you spiritually growing? And are, aren't you get art or aren't you? Are you not educating yourself on this podcast? Yeah, I am. But at the end of the day, it's not about how many subscribers I get. It's not about how many people I influence. It's about my testimony of Jesus Christ. This video has gone viral on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all over. And like I said, congratulations to the 2023 Oklahoma Sooners. Ladies softball team for winning their championship. But when they, they weren't worried about the win, they're worried about glorifying their king. And they had that opportunity. So I commend the Oklahoma Sooners ladies softball team for them wanting to please Christ. And because they put Christ first, Christ blessed them. And like I said, look, hey, they, they, they made a, they look standing up for Jesus. That's what it's about. And you as a, you as a listener, this is my advice to you because I, I love, I love, I love spending time with you. That's why I'm here every week. And I know what God called me to do. See what God, then see what God has called you to do. See what God has put into your heart. And say, Lord, I want the joy of the Lord and seek him and let him, let him bring you joy and everything you put your hand to, it will prosper. Will you go through trials? Will you go through tribulations? Absolutely. But you know, a trial is a lot more easy to go through when you have the joy of the Lord and you say, Lord, I trust in you. Amen. So ending out on a high note today, keep Jesus first, seek the joy of the Lord. And let him, you know, when you have that anxiety in your heart or you have that pressure that, that feels like it's not going to end, look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. With that being said, I want to thank you for listening to this edition of the Cajun Conservative Show. Please, again, remember to hit the subscribe or the follow button, depending on the platform you're listening on. Tell a friend, email it to somebody, and just remember that I am a Holy Ghost-filled Bible-believing Christian. And I love you. And I want, I want to make sure I see you in heaven. So if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, reach out to me. 
at thecajunconservative5 at gmail.com. I'll get in touch with you, and I'll tell you how to make Jesus your Savior and heaven your home. So until next time, my friends, my family, you have a good one. Be blessed. He said that Jesus Christ has risen, and he is the open door.